This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Profit with Purpose. My guest today is Chase Friedman. Chase believes in the inherent ability of all businesses and organizations to do good and do well, to profit with purpose. His purpose as a brand strategist and financial CMO is guiding brands to unlock their greatest potential for growth and impact in the lives of their customers, communities, and the world. Chase Friedman, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Thanks for having me, Tom. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. So one of your core beliefs yeah. is that people want to buy from, work for, and invest in a purpose-driven business or a purpose-driven brand. What is a purpose-driven brand? Great question. Let's unpack it. So yeah. you know, we're in this interesting, fascinating time where people are are buying, at least intentionally, based on emotion first and logic second to back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at an age where we've seen, obviously, over the course of advertising time, it used to be advertising different features and specs, then benefits. Now we're getting into an era where people are buying based off of identity. Um, what it, what that product or brand means to them and what it says about them and their status and their lifestyle. And so being a purpose-driven brand is really just having a clear understanding and commitment to what you believe and what you stand for as a brand, right? Beyond the bottom line. What do you believe beyond the bottom line, just making a buck? Um, and that doesn't have to be anything prophetic or existential. Um, it can be simply just empower, you know, improving people's lives through the value in, uh, of our service, our product. Um, but having a clear understanding of that, because once again, we're how do you stand apart in this sea of sameness as a business, as a brand? Purpose is one of the best ways to do that and be authentic to yourself, your internal stakeholders, and customers or your tribe that you're hoping to build. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so tell us what is your brand's purpose? Because I would assume that you are running a purpose-driven business. Yeah. Look, to put it simply, my purpose is to help others find theirs, right? Um, I've been on a journey myself. It's been, you know, some some good, some bad, some ugly to kind of get to that clear purpose of what I what I believe in, what I stand for. And my greatest joy is kind of that proxy high from other business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, founders, really for the first time, develop clarity on their purpose 
um, which starts internally, right? I believe mm -hmm. personal development leads to professional development. So helping them find that purpose and implement it and develop that in every aspect of their business. It brings joy and inspiration and fulfillment um, so that you're not just kind of chasing the bottom line. You're leaving a legacy. You feel good yeah. and proud about what you're doing. So that's kind of you know my personal purpose. Um, and as an agency, same thing, right? It's helping uh, develop and define that for, for businesses and brands. When people come to me and say, well, you know, I don't know if I qualify or I'm, you know, I don't know if I see myself as a purpose-driven business. It's not, it's not necessarily coming ready-made as a, as a nonprofit or having this clear kind of mandate. Every business has the potential for this. It's just a matter of really digging a little bit deeper and, and, and clarifying what, you know, why you exist and what you believe. Um, so that process is what gives me joy. And that's my core purpose. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that you brought up the, the business that objects that, uh, well, I don't, I'm not a business that operates with a purpose, but uh, you know, your purpose was basically rooted in the breakthrough and the grand outcome that you provide for your clients. My purpose, you said, is to help other businesses find theirs. It's not, I, I think what happens when people start talking about this notion of a purpose-driven business is they get caught up in, oh, you're, you know, that's all that woke stuff about, oh, I have to save the world or, right. or commit to a cause or do something beyond the actual work of the business. And that's not at all what you're talking about. Not that, not that a company may, um, shouldn't, choose to lean into that if they wish to do that. But what you're really talking about first and foremost is really digging deep to understand why you were there for your clients and understanding what the journey your clients wish to take is all about. Because if you understand that, that's where you can begin to discover your purpose, I think. Absolutely. Well said. And, and and that's kind of what I share with a lot of clients and, and peers is that, you know, I'm not necessarily the, the one on the front lines combating global climate change or social injustice or things like that. Um, although a lot of the clients that we serve are. Um, yeah. And so my superpower, my role is how can I help them make a greater impact in more lives in the communities that they serve in the world at large? Um, yep. you don't, as a business, you don't have to be on the front lines, uh, like a nonprofit is, um, you can partner and leverage the work of value aligned nonprofits, yep. um, or you can kind of take your own internal capabilities, product services, Salesforce does this brilliantly. It, you know, it's a SaaS company, but they have a great kind of, you know, pledge 1%, you know, program that gives back in a lot of different ways, leveraging their own core capabilities, putting tools in the hands of people that are making a bigger difference, mm -hmm. um, you know, climate change, education, healthcare, you name it. So there's so many different ways you can kind of become purpose-driven. And, and again, it doesn't have to be this big existential challenge. It's just being clear and, and, and speaking from a human standpoint to your internal stakeholders, your employees, as well as your external um, yeah. to help inspire them around why, why should we give a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And, and that, that phrase being human so critical because you talked about this idea that this is about 
standing out and not just being another needle in, in what I call that haystack of sameness. So how right. do you stand out? And so, so let's back up a step and start at the beginning. How, if I come to you and say, you know, I have a nice product and service. I have a, I kind of know who I'm targeting. Uh, I'm out there selling this thing, but I don't have the sense that I'm a purpose-driven business. Where does this whole process begin and, and what are the steps along the, the journey? Great question. Yeah, it's kind of one of the first core phases we do in kind of what I consider a brand discovery process. And that's internal kind of core values. You know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, uh, Golden Circles, kind of Simon Sinek, yeah. and kind of starting with why, right? I do think, I do think that's an important question to ask. Although even prior to that, as a preface, I think you got to ask who, right? Mm -hmm. Before you can answer why, it's who you are, who you, you yeah. know, who you are, what you stand for as a person, as an individual. Um, you know, I, we work with a lot of kind of brand archetypes, um, which are really great classifications to help you understand your sort of vibe, your values, your fears, your desires as, as a person, as a leader, as a business mm -hmm. owner. Um, and then unpacking, you know, okay, well, why are you in this business and why did you start this and, and what do you believe and what do you stand for? Um, you know, some of the questions that we kind of pose to clients are, you know, who are the people that you like working in and, and, and with, and that's kind of helps direct who they want to serve and how, um, what, what inspires you in terms of when you think of leaving a legacy with your business, what does that look like? right? Five, 10, 15 years down the road. Um, it's also about what you're passionate about. Um, I think that goes, I think that goes hand in hand with purpose. Um, what, what really lights a fire within you, um, you know, to, to serve, to improve your business every day, to show up to work, to give people a better quality of life, to deliver a better product. Um, so all those kind of questions, I mean, it's kind of an immersive discovery process. It really begins like therapy, like a therapy session um, to get deep. And then we get into the tactical grade. Now, now that we have those core components, how do we start to put that together into a clear purpose statement, mission mm -hmm. statement, brand pillars, um, but using that as our North Star for everything else that comes. Yeah. And, and you were talking about not just who you, the, the business leader is, but who are the people that you serve? Because who you are in the context of your business is so defined by who you choose to, whom you choose to serve and what is it that they need and how is it that you're delivering value to them? That's a really important point and something that I think a lot of people often miss. Well, that's a great point. And, and this is kind of a great kind of anecdote from you know, Marty Neumeyer's is, you know, brand is not a logo. It's not a website. It's not a name. Uh, you know, a brand is not what you say it is. It's what your customer says it is. And so, yeah. you know, your brand. How you make them feel, right? How right. you make them feel, right? As, yeah. a, as an accumulation of experiences and touch points. Um, and so it's great to develop that initial purpose and mission statement. That's fine. But that serves, I believe, as more of kind of an internal sort of guiding light that inspires and influences every decision you make as a business from strategy to sales to marketing um, to product. Um, and that is oftentimes an intangible. And so how do you define and put a strategy together around an intangible? Well, you better be clear on what that statement is and what it means and measuring all efforts against that. 
Yeah, you mentioned Simon Sinek and the Golden Circle and start with why. And among the examples that he cites when he establishes the concept, his famous TED Talk in his book, he, he cites Apple. And Apple is so great. And if you look back at the 1984 ad or you look back at, at, at uh, so much of the great Steve Jobs era advertising of Apple, it's all about how the customer feels. I don't want to feel like the cog in the big blue machine. I want to feel like I'm a I'm an individual. And it's, it's never yeah. about yeah, identity exactly. It's never about the the features and you yeah. you never especially in the old days would hear a thing about the you know how many bits or bytes or or megabit bytes of of memory you know you never hear any of that still to this day that's the case right. with apple it's all about identity and how the how the customer feels well and that's what is beautiful about them and and, and, and other kind of large brands you know whether it's coca-cola nike you know they built such an a unique identity um, that elevates their brand value, the perception of their brand in the minds of consumers. And people are willing to pay more for said products, be more loyal to, right? Um, you know, in addition to wanting to work for those companies and invest in those companies. But that's the beauty of it is building that identity and that brand trust and that brand value, you know, exceeds, you know, your, your, you know, uh, you know, your market cap. I mean, it is becoming a bigger sort of margin. Um, and market share that you can acquire when you are willing to kind of be a little bit more disruptive and divergent and connect more deeply to people beyond facts and figures. Apple, you know, Apple phones, I don't even know the, the spec comparison, but not too dissimilar, if not sometimes maybe even inferior to competitive rival products, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what people are buying. They're buying they're buying that status symbol. They're buying that identity and what it signifies and what it represents to them. Um, yeah. And they're willing to pay a greater premium for otherwise a pretty, you know, parallel uh, competitive product. Yeah. And, and, and they're paying more. That's where you get to that convergence of do good, do well. That's a, right. A, a, a business that takes this approach is going to profit more. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Commitment to brand purposes is, is, is overwhelmingly, proven to drive business growth. And we're seeing yep. incredible reports and studies and data that, that prove that on all aspects, you know, two and three consumers are willing to pay more for a product that, that aligns with their identity and their values. So yep. it's, um, it's become truly the competitive advantage, I believe of, of this generation. Yep. Now easy uh, or the skeptic would say, I don't want to, I don't want to voice this opinion as mine, but the skeptic will say easy for you to say when you're talking about Apple and Coca-Cola sure. and these giant corporate brands with giant budgets and brand recognition and all of that. But I'm the small mid-sized business and nobody knows me. And how do I learn from and extrapolate from what Apple and these other brands are doing and apply it in my world to accomplish what you're describing? That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's why I work with, you know, more SMBs. I, I, I believe they are better and more equipped to be agile and nimble to pivot and to adjust to these conditions and mm -hmm. develop their, their unique purpose. Um, these, these larger brands spend hundreds of millions of dollars on, 
on brand awareness and marketing. And it's like moving, a, it's like, it's like turning a slow moving ship, right? Mm-hmm. An individual business owner, you are closer to the end consumer, first of all. And yeah. so therefore can articulate, you know, your message, your authenticity, your story. And we've talked about this before the call. What is the story you want to be telling? Um, and you just mentioned it, you know, how do I stand out from my competitors at any level? Well, this yeah. is how you do that right? It's not by trying to compete on price. There can only be one, you know, bottom line leader in price. Okay. Um, you don't want to be a race to the bottom in price, you know, you, you, you know, features, benefits, etc. One of the great equalizers is to simply be kind of true and authentic to yourself and what you stand for and being disruptive, trying to be the same as everybody else is going to get you lost in the sea of noise. Yeah. Um, so the more specific, the more unique, the more niche you can go, both in your message and your category, the more it'll benefit you. People think that if you try to kind of niche down and go smaller, it's a smaller market size. Well, maybe, but you can also have a greater market share of that market size. And yep. so that's kind of what, you know, what I would say to small business owners. And it doesn't have to cost millions of dollars on billboards and signage and commercials. Record a video, tell your your your, your message on social media, um, develop kind of a give back program, do things in the local community that, that, that align with your mission and values. There's so many different things you can do that are yeah. quick and easy and cheap as a small business to help better kind of, uh, you know, portray your purpose. Improve how you answer the phone, improve how you respond to customer needs, improve, yeah. you know, the, the, we were talking before that really this boils down to how your customers and prospects feel and the experience that they have doing business with you and and more so than those giant businesses you as the leader of a small and mid-sized business can make immediate impact on many right. fronts when it comes to the client experience and Absolutely. and it, it, so everything that you've been saying chase is just so valuable and so doable so how does how do you work with clients who wish to take this journey and and wish to make this kind of impact yeah, well, I mean, three kind of three kind of core phases that we work with first being kind of that brand discovery phase. Um, and that's really helping you not only identify your brand story and your brand message and getting crystal clear on that, but building a blueprint, a strategic map for how that's going to be implemented and rolled out throughout the rest of your business from website to content to, you know, you name it. Um, so that kind of brand blueprint and brand discovery is the very first thing um, I have plenty of clients come to me and say, hey, we need a new social media campaign, a paid meeting campaign, lead gen, et cetera. My response is usually let's pump the brakes. Let's measure Mm -hmm. twice, cut once. Because I've seen this happen too many times where we talked about this as well. You're chasing the the, the shiny tool, uh, you know, the quick fix, the random acts of marketing that you think are going to be the elixir. And it's diminishing returns if you don't have the message and the content right. And so right. that's got to come first, developing the identity, um, getting clear on that, locking that in as our North Star. Then from there, let's start to develop and define and, uh, the identity elements, the assets, the videos, the content, the web design, all the things that are going to showcase this message to the outside world. And then finally, into the growth phase. That's mm-hmm. kind of the market where we start to turn on the marketing campaigns and engines to amplify all of that impact. But really in that sequence, in that order. Yeah. And and that order is so, so important because you and I both, we talked about this before we pressed record, have have seen it so often. The the business that just wants to dive into the tactic, buy a tool, start 
throwing stuff out there on social media, start sending emails. And they haven't done that brand work. In, in the work that I do with my clients, we talk about story discovery. Client, We will have prospects come to us and say, hey, do you have do it for you services? Will you send emails on our behalf or, or build a website? And our answer is we will if you go through the story discovery process yeah. with us. We won't if you just say, you know, let her rip. Because, because you just can't do the work that, that we're describing here and achieve the promise of being a purpose-driven brand unless you go through the work and the discovery and build the pieces, build the foundation before you press send or start posting or whatever the case may be. That's just it. Um, and I think it's yep. a good qualifier for those that are willing to kind of get a little vulnerable and get real with their message. I mean, it, it pays infinite dividends. I mean, it really yep. truly does. I know for a lot of people, they're like, okay, well, what's the immediate ROI or results from doing this branding exercise? Well, again, any business, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And so if right. you're, you're not willing to spend the time and energy on crafting that clear message, um, I can guarantee you that most of those other kind of random acts of marketing are um, are not going to be sustainable for you. Well, and, and they're just that. They're random acts of marketing. They depend on who knows what to get them out the door. So the business person who is suffering from writer's block and who feels like it's it's a it's an act of, you know, creative magic to get an email out the door that is the person who is operating without that brand foundation and without sure. the framework once you have the brand foundation and the framework the act of putting your messages out there becomes so much easier and so much clearer for you because you know from where you're coming and 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 why you're putting it out there and what this is all about if not you're sort of you're guessing you're hoping for the muse to strike Reaching, yeah it's you're just you're guessing. Yeah. exactly so it, it's so important and it's so valuable so for people who are interested in what you do and and how you do it where can they find you um so first you know i love having a, a, an initial kickoff conversation with everybody um so linkedin reach out to me on linkedin directly chase friedman and you can of course visit um, our website vanquishmediagroup.com um, learn a little bit more about our process, what we do, some case studies, and there's some free resources and, and, and ebooks on there. Everything from the template that we use uh, for kind of an initial, at least high level brand blueprint um, to a really great, we just put together kind of a curated amount of uh, statistics and research and insights around the business case for purpose. So yeah. if you're still kind of trying to kind of grasp or make the case to your higher ups around why we need to lean into this. Um, there's an overwhelming amount of data that supports the, the hypothesis around you can do good and do well, um, and that this commitment to brand purpose will drive profitability and growth. Beautiful, beautiful. Chase, any parting thoughts? No, I mean, look, this is a great conversation to have. I, I, I think the more that we talk about it, the more we evangelize it, the more it becomes um, you know, invested in and embraced by businesses. Um, again, I think every business has the potential for this. I think those small and medium-sized businesses are, are perfectly positioned for it. So if you are struggling with not getting your message across clearly, people aren't noticing you, you're getting, you're losing out to the competition, take a step back, kind of evaluate your, you know, your why, your core purpose for being, and think about how you can infuse that in every aspect of what you do. 
Perfect. Perfect. Chase Friedman, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate what you do. Thank you for spending some time with us here on the Story Power Marketing Show. For those of you who are watching or who are listening, if you liked what you heard, liked what you saw, please go to Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your favorite podcast and click that five-star review button so that you can share the gift with others, so that you can let people know that you like what you've heard and they can discover Chase and the Story Power Marketing Show and the other great guests that we have on every single week. Also, go to storypowermarketing.com, click to sign up for the never boring daily-ish emails that I send where I practice what I preach and download some free resources so that you can discover how to transform your content from prospect repelling to client attracting. Again, Chase Friedman, thank you so much. Really appreciate you and everything that you brought to this episode. We'll see you down the road. And thanks again for listening and watching. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business-building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. <laughs>